0: It, I'm ready to do it, I can't be afraid now Put me on the stage now I'm ready to rage now I feel like an animal stuck in a cage And I'm ready to break out huh. Bonjour, ladies. Jimmy the House How are you? All good in the hood, I hope And welcome to another fantastic Lockdown Live Are you excited? Are you tired? This will wake you up <laughs> No matter how many times I do that, it doesn't sound any better. But I do love the DJ air horn. It's one of my favourite things. So how are you, ladies and gents? And it is Friday. I hope you've got that Friday feeling. I certainly have. And you might notice something a little bit different about me. I'm I'm just wondering whether you can tell. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to allow you to guess and comment what you notice different. Let let me know, right? Let me know. I might I might do a little bit of a, a teaser. It might be something that's different. What do you reckon? <laughs> Ladies and gents, what time of year is it? It is November, but it's also known as Movember. And for those of you that probably already know, I was an ex-British Army soldier and I'm very, very um aware of a lot of people's mental health. um, Something that I I saw a lot uh, in the military was a lot of PTSD in people. And of course, one thing that really shook me a couple of years back was noticing uh, a fact from the the campaign against living miserably. Um, And what they said was that 84 men take their own lives every single week in the UK. And that's shocking. You know it is. So anything that I can do to raise awareness of um, mental health, uh, and that includes growing a moustache, uh, is something that I am deeply passionate about. Which is why every single lockdown live, um, I'm going to be putting a little donate button to the Movember charity. So if you can see that, please, please donate. Uh, give us anything you got, whether it's a penny, whether it's a pound, whether it's uh, one million dollars all good in the hoods. I've got a really good lineup for you today. Um, and yeah, give me, and also while, while we're doing this, give me a rating of the old Tash, because this I think this is the, I think this is the look I, I'm going for, kind of the, I don't know, let's have a look, the, the Henry Carville tie. I don't think mine's as thick as that, or I'm as good looking as Mr. Henry Carville. But we can, we can try, what do you reckon? I think it looks a bit more like, like Chopper Reed. If I'm being honest, <laughs> it looks a little bit like Chopper Reed. I've just got to be careful for it not to come any further, anyway, further down. Else, it's gonna, it will look a bit like uh, Chopper Reed, and we want to be a bit careful of that. I'm, I'm trying to have a look at what, what was that? Oh yeah, there we go. So. Movember. It is Movember. I will continue to grow this ridiculous moustache for the rest of November to raise awareness and to raise as much money as possible for the Movember fund. So anything that you can give for that, ladies and gents, would be greatly appreciated. I'm pretty excited ladies and gentlemen if you did see my quick c-dip live this morning i did talk to you about something that i am excited about uh, this year i launched my trainer mind pro this is my monthly membership to help fitness professionals to scale and grow their businesses and something that i'm incredibly passionate about is helping other people with their body with their brain and with their business too and something that i'm very excited to announce is that my TrainerMind Pro membership is now open. Can we get a DJ air horn? Now let's get an applause, DJ. Thank you. It is open and I was due to open on the 1st of November, but Boris decided to put us all into lockdown. So what I decided to do was to tweak and change a few things. So yes, it is open. Yes, it is 13 days late. Yes, it is Friday the 13th, but, and this is a huge but ladies and gents, What I'm gonna be doing, because it's pretty tough at the moment for fitness professionals, is to do 30 days on TrainerMind Pro completely free. Completely free. So if you have been thinking about joining TrainerMind Pro, now is a really good time to do it because you can enjoy everything that TrainerMind Pro has to offer for an entire month, leading all the way up till Christmas for free. And if you wanna find out a little bit more about Training Mind Pro, I've got a little bit of a promo video for you now. Why are some fitness professionals able to create a successful online business while others are left feeling overwhelmed and underpaid? Why do some build big audiences and others struggle to get heard? And why are some people growing their client base while others are struggling to get leads? A lot of it has to do with two things. Number one is not having the right path to get continual success. And number two is not having the right person in your corner that wants to see you win. Hi, my name is Jamie Wilton and I'm founder of Trainer Minds, the monthly coaching group focused to help you grow your fitness business and social media. Today, I want to invite you to become a founding member of my Trainer Mind Pro. My Trainer Mind Pro membership gives you clarity in your business and a step-by-step plan of action to help you increase your impact, income, and most importantly, your success. As part of your TrainerMind Pro membership, you get access to an incredible amount of tools and resources for your fitness business. A private Facebook community filled with like-minded fitness professionals wanting to scale and grow their businesses together. Weekly hot seats with me to ask me any questions about your business, new monthly content which covers digital products, marketing, social media and growing your fitness business, plus much, much more. To find out more about what TrainerMind Pro can do for you, click on the link below. So ladies and gents, the link I have just put in, and if you are a fitness pro and you do want some help to scale and grow your fitness business, all you gotta do is click on that link, go through the details and you have 30 days on me and we've got lots of awesome stuff going on at the moment. So make sure that you are joining us. Ladies and gents, let's get into a little bit of strange things. One thing that I'm a big fan of is learning something new every single day and I have written down some, some things for you to ponder this Friday. Are you ready? Now, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven five, six, seven. Seven things for you to ponder, ladies and gents, for you to ponder, okay? Are you ready for this? Are you, are you ready for these? These are gonna boggle your mind, ladies and gents. They really are. They always boggle my mind whenever I read these. And if let me know if you already knew this or you did know it but you, you forgot or you were just like whoa I didn't know that okay so the first one ladies and gents is this did you know that pineapples yes pineapples take up to two years to grow Yeah, two years. It takes two years to grow a pineapple. So next time you you look at a pineapple, realize the effort that that it has gone through to get in your tin, right? Two years to grow that pineapple, ladies and gents. So if someone says you need to have the patience of a pineapple, you'll know that A, I made that up just this morning when I was learning that fact, and B, that that fact, is true. Okay? <laughs> did you know that, ladies and gents? Anyway, let's move on to our second one. This one's going to make you feel old. Who wants, to, who wants to be, who wants to feel like they're old? No one does. But did you know, ladies and gents, Pixar's Toy Story is 25 years old this year. 20... That is 25 years old. Does that make you feel old? Or is there some people less than 25 here that goes, yeah, that's well old, mate. Not, not that 25-year-olds speak like that, but some of them that I speak to do. 25 years old, Toy Story. Gee, man. I, if that doesn't make you feel old, I don't know what does. Anyway, another interesting fact. 90s music is as old today as the Beatles were in the 90s. Think about this, ladies and gents. 90s music, for those of you in your mid-30s like me, you, you think 90s music isn't that old. But in the 90s, when 90s music was going on, we looked at 60s music like, God, that, that's really old. But it's the same time difference. I'll let you ponder that for a minute. You're getting old. Not only is Toy Story getting old, but people now look at 90s as, as vintage. People look at it as like, I, I don't know, like the 60s, of course, in the 90s. Anyway, do you feel old? I feel old. Let's, let's move on to some other ponderings. This, this is an interesting one if you, if you fail um, to think about it, which a lot of us do. You aren't stuck in traffic. You are traffic. (laughs) Oh, yes, ladies and gents. You're never stuck in traffic. You are the traffic. Just remember that when you get angry and you're looking around trying to blame everybody else for being late. You are the traffic. There we go. A little bit of a knowledge bomb for you, ladies and gents. The the phrase, be there or be square, comes from the fact that if you aren't there, you won't be around. You won't be around, you get it? Be there or be square. Because you won't be around. That's where it's from, ladies and gents, and you can drop some useless knowledge bombs with that this weekend. Here's another one, because it's important, because today is Friday the 13th. Months that begin on Sunday will always have a Friday the 13th. There you go, ladies and gents. You can always remember that. So whenever the month now, like this month, starts on a Sunday, you know that Jason's going to be coming knocking on your door with his hockey mask and there is a chance you will die. So every Friday the 13th always starts on a Sunday in the month. So interesting fact, ladies and gents. And then the final one is a bit of a ponder for you, ladies and gents. And it's this. It takes six months to build a Rolls-Royce, and 13 hours to build a Toyota. Why is that important to know? Good things take time to create. So if you are getting frustrated that you haven't yet got success, be patient. It's coming. You just got to keep going. Because if a Rolls-Royce takes six months, a successful person takes many, many years. So, or you can go out and buy a Toyota. There you go. That's, that's the answer to the, the ponder. Okay. So be patient. Nothing good ever came quickly. And if it did, then you wouldn't appreciate it. I know there's so many euphemisms with that, which you could probably laugh. And if I was speaking to my good friend, Mr. Meredith, he would delve a little bit deeper, but I'm not going to be doing that. Um, today. We are going to be moving on to some knowledge bombs. So for me, ladies and gents, November is a time of focus. One of the main reasons it is a time for focus is that I've always got something big going on in November. Ever since 2010, I started to compete and November's were normally the finals for my shows. So I used to compete in natural bodybuilding, moved over to fitness modeling and muscle modeling, and I would always have a big show around that November time so I was always really really focused and when I stopped competing in 2015 we moved on to 2016 and then I started a new chapter of my life and that was focusing a lot of time and effort into charity events and I did my first charity event in 2016 I did another one in 2017 and I did another one in 2019 and done some crazy stuff. The first one, I pushed a 140 kilo sled for 24 hours. The second one, I ran backwards for 24 hours. And the final one that I did last year is I box jumped Mount Everest. So I, I got a Guinness world record for jumping 14,500, and what was it? 14,000, something, 550 box jumps in 22 hours, 18 minutes and 38 seconds. And if you do get yourself a Guinness World Record book for Christmas, check out uh, page 115, you will see uh, my name in there, which I'm very excited to be giving to Eliza on Christmas Day because when I was eight and she'll be eight, no, she'll be seven, I was always getting the Guinness World Record book for my Christmas present. And I was always saying to myself that I wanted to get in there, so it's going to be nice to get her her first Guinness World Record book and get it in there. So what I want to talk about this morning is this, five things that I learned from not one, not two, but three 24-hour endurance events. And that's what I'm going to speak about today. Okay. But ladies and gentlemen, also, if you're watching this, this doesn't really ma- mean much to you this little square, but if you scan it, you'll go straight to my Facebook page, but you're already on the Facebook page watching this, so don't worry about it. But if you do see this, pass it on to somebody else, and if they scan it, it'll take them straight to this Facebook page, they can like it, and then they can get the daily lockdown live. So if you're wondering what on earth this T-shirt is about, it's exactly that. So pass it around, ladies and gents, and it, and it makes more sense if you just share this, because if you share this, people who don't follow my page might See it, they might follow it, and they might learn something new, such as pineapples grow for two years. So five things I learned from three 24-hour endurance events I suggest. Number one, we limit our capabilities. Okay, This is one of the biggest things not only I learned from that, but it's something that I see all the time. You will be surprised at just how much you can do and how much we actually limit ourselves. And we limit ourselves with the narratives that we play in our head, the things that we tell ourselves on a daily basis that we can or can't do. This is one of the biggest limitations of people because they need self-belief. And a lot of people, in order to achieve something, they need to see that they can do it themselves. Other people think differently because there's basically three, uh, three kinds of people. People who um, don't believe that they can do it, people that believe that somebody can do it because they've seen it, and there's people that believe they can do it and they've yet to see it, but that doesn't stop them. And there are three different kinds of people. And I I would say that over the years, I've gone from the first one to the second to the third because small wins increase confidence and actually putting yourself forward to try things and being willing to fail um, can cause you to succeed. And and, and look at this, ladies and gents. When I was box jumping Mount Everest, it had never, ever been done before, ever, in the world. No one has ever done box jump Everest, okay? In the world, zero. There has now been two people in the world. One, myself, has been successful, and uh, another person attempted it this year, and um, their hamstring went out at 11 hours, okay? So it's not an easy thing uh, to do, and it took me many, many, years of training I would say both mental and physical to be able to achieve it but that came from belief that came from belief in myself and belief that I can do it with enough training and consistency and that's something I'm going to be talking about for the next one but that's number one you know it's understand that you always limit your capabilities and a lot of it comes from the narrative that you play in your own head. Number two This is from a guy called David Goggins, and what he talks about is the 40% rule, and his 40% rule is, is when you feel completely exhausted, like you can't go on, what you need to realize is that you're only at 40%. And here's the reality. Doing these three 24-hour endurance events, there was always a pinnacle 40% moment in all of them. The first one was the sled push, And I was about 16, 17 hours in, my back went out. I needed to go and get a a sports massage to get up at three o'clock in the morning and try and sort my back out. And uh, I, I got that sorted and I wanted to complete it and I got it done. And at that moment in time, that hour, I thought I wasn't gonna do it. But I believed that I still had the energy, I still had the willpower to drive on Somebody showed me a video of my daughter wishing me the best of luck, and she, I believe she was about three at the time, and that gave me the energy to get off my feet and get it complete. So there was more in the tank, and it happened with the backwards run, and it most certainly happened in hour nine of the box jump. The only difference with the hour nine to 10 of the box jump is that i knew it was just a phase that i needed to get through and i had more in the tank and if you've never experienced this before hitting a wall and getting through it it's the most exhilarating feeling in the world because you can't tell anybody about it you've got to go through it yourself and you might have actually been through this without knowing everybody has had that one moment where they are tired they don't want to go out It's Friday, they just want an early night and they go out for one drink. One drink turns to two, two turns to three. They end up going to another pub, they end up going to a nightclub, they end up dancing the night away and then they don't get back till five o'clock in the morning. So what happened to that person who was so tired that they were just going to get an early night? The 40% rule. It has swings and roundabouts, ladies and gents. Because as soon as you get a few beers down your neck, you're off. It's that Dutch courage that causes you to go past that 40%. But also, it's the mindset in knowing that you're only at 40%. And to understand that that is an actual reality and you just need to get through that phase of feeling tired or that you don't wanna go on or having that support around you to keep pushing you, then it's amazing what you can achieve. Number three, I've put down here music meditation. Uh, And in inverted commas, soul energy. So for me, One of the biggest drivers of energy and one of the biggest drivers of pushing on is a good playlist. This comes down to a good playlist in the gym, which makes you lift and train heavier. This comes to a good playlist when you're running, so you can push yourself harder. And if you get your playlist right, and this is something that I curate a lot on my charity events, I create an eight-hour playlist of music that touches my soul. And it's not necessarily any particular music, it's songs that flash memories that make me push through. Because everyone has those songs that makes them feel nostalgic, that makes them feel motivated, that makes them feel sad, that makes them feel angry, that makes them feel happy. And it's about channeling those emotions and using them as weapons to push through. So I had uh, different kinds of playlists for my box jump. Yeah, I had a, a massive compilation box jump p- playlist of all my favorite songs for when I'm in a good mood. And then I had a motivational playlist too. And I, when the going got tough, I switched to the motivational playlist. And the motivational playlist wasn't just people going woo 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 woo. It was actually songs that hit a nerve with me, that reminded me of a time uh, in my life where I was struggling. It could have been a time in my life where um, I was in a lot of pain and then I persisted through. And actually, putting those songs on at the right time enabled me to have this weird energy to focus, to push through the pain that I was experiencing and to carry on with the event. Because, you know, it's not an easy thing to box jump for, you know, 22 and a half hours straight. You need to have, um, you know, an understanding of your own self and a lot of that can come from jogging memories and one thing that music does very very well is jog that memories sight, sound, smell, touch and taste, they're all our senses and at the right time, with the right things you can channel stuff into you to remind you of what it is that you're doing this comes from smells and this comes from sounds and of course comes from uh, sights as well but when you are staring at a brick wall in a box for near on 24 hours, it's hard to be looking at anything else. So the the main thing that you want to be hacking is your ears and what it is that you're listening to and the narrative that you're playing yourself in your head. So number three, music meditation. For me, it's incredibly important. Number four, do things that scare you to announce. Um, Something that I've done over the last five, six, seven years is I've used social media as a personal accountability tool. This has enabled me to say things to a big audience and then kind of shit myself because now I've got to do them. Because that for me is massive accountability. Is that the right thing for everybody to do? It depends on your background and experience because sometimes telling people and not doing it can be the worst thing. Or telling people about it can be the worst thing because some people, you know, they are worried then about failure and other people are worried about not doing it. And um, it's, you've really got to find out what flicks your switch. Because a lot of people, there's a quote that says, you know, work hard in silence and let your actions show the success or something like that. And there's two ways you can look at it. Because if you're not succeeding in silence, it might be because you need to, help, you, you need to hold yourself more accountable. And I've used my social media for that accountability. You know, when I'm saying I'm going to do something and giving people the date, I'm going to do it. I don't want to let people down and I don't want to let myself down because I live my life with those values that if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. So this is a great example of something that I never thought I'd say this year. and that's I'm not drinking alcohol for the rest of the year. And that's a big thing when I tell my social media because if you'd asked me for the last two years whether I'd have that statement and tell people that I wouldn't because I didn't think I could do it or, or I didn't think I'd be able to stick to it so I wouldn't have I've said that. But that personal accountability of saying I'm gonna give up alcohol for the rest of the year means that I have to do it. And it makes the whole game a lot easier to do and especially when it comes to doing crazy things like the charity events and crazy things like competing and all the other stuff that you know I've pushed myself to do. Accountability gets you over the line. Um, And that has has definitely helped whenever my heart is beating when I'm writing a post to tell people what I intend to do. That tells me that it's the right thing to do. And finally, number five. This is the most important one. Anyone can do anything that I've done over the years with the right training. And there is something called the SED principle. And what the SED principle is specific adaptation to imposed demands. So your body will adapt to the demands in which you impose on it. know, if you to ask me four or five years ago if I could do the things in business that I do now, I would say no, because it broke me before. And now I'm playing at a higher game with more clients, with more products, with a much busier working schedule and managing it well because you adapt to the imposed demand. When you go to train at the gym, the first few months will be difficult but it gets easier. It gets easier to get to the gym, obviously pre-pandemic, and it gets easier to do the work because you build up those habits. But at the same time, it's understanding that a weak muscle can become strong if you give it the adequate amount of stress and tension and the adequate amount of rest and recovery. And technique is just as important as strength. So anything that you do, be it squats, be it in the gym, be it running, be it Uh, a sport you have um, a lot of kind of muscle memory with skills there so for example a great example of this is there was a guy who ran a marathon sub two hours and he was running at an average 16.3 miles per hour for 20 for, for for two hours straight Now, I don't know if you've ever tried to put a treadmill on 16.3 miles an hour, but it's more or less a sprint. So if you were to compare yourself to a guy that ran a sub two hour, it would be near on impossible for you to keep that pace. But it's not so much for that person because he's got a specific adaptation to the demand in which it's imposed on him. So it might feel like running to you or sprinting and most people can only maximally get three to four minutes doing it, not two hours. But to him it's just another day. And this is exactly the same with the box jump. You know, if you do go and do 50 box jumps, the chances are you will be dying. But at that time last year, if I did 50 box jumps, I wouldn't even get out of breath. Uh, And one of the main reasons being is because I'd been building up for months on end doing hours and hours and hours. And it wasn't just the, you know, getting used to doing the box jumps, it was getting my muscles stronger, my, you know, my ankle mobility, my, um, my knees, my hips, my technique. Everything was strengthened from doing it and my technique was very efficient, which only comes from time. You can't kind of, you can read about technique, but you have to practice it so it becomes second nature. So, if you are looking to do something, don't ever compare. Like, I remember my first hour box jump, it was horrendous. I remember my first hour sled push, it was horrible. I almost had tears when I did my first one hour backwards run, because in three months' time, I had to run for 24 hours backwards. And I was just like, this is impossible. But then I just started at an hour, moved to two, moved to three, moved to four, moved to five, moved to six, and it got easier. So the next time when I was getting to five hours, the one hour was nothing. And it's exactly the same as everything else that you do. But as long as you understand that, that practice and consistency makes you better and actually a good plan of action and that specific adaptation to imposed demands, and you're fully aware of that, then you can pretty much set your mind to anything if you understand the fundamentals of what it is that you're doing and you have the patience and persistence to achieve it. And that very much comes down to that first one, we limit our capabilities. If you don't believe you can do things, you won't even get past that first hour. You won't even get past putting the effort in to get better because you'll go, oh, this is too difficult, Um, I, I quit. And that's unfortunately what a lot of people do. They're not willing to put the work in to get the result. But if you are patient and persistent, you get it. And if you make lots of mistakes and failures, you learn from them. So you can come back and achieve that success. So ladies and gents, that is it from me. Um, We do have about five minutes left. And if there are any questions whatsoever... Speak now or forever hold your peace. And if not, I will see you on tomorrow's Lockdown Live. So let's have a look at the questions. If you have got any whatsoever. Uh, Bloody love the 90s. It blows my mind. It blows my mind too, Lou. The fact that, you know, we are equivalent to the 60s now to the younger generation of kids means that you are getting old. Um, It is indeed. Um, And the moustache is, yeah, currently a 70s porn star. I wouldn't know what a 70s porn star looks like, Lou, but I'll take your word for it. Uh, Okay, okay, what we got, what we got, what we got. We'll do a live this weekend, good to hear. My job is talking to people I. um, Emma said, Petrified. My job is talking to people I don't know every day, but this makes me nervous, Uh, it's said now. Good. Anything that scares you, you should do. And this is why I think one of the best things that people can do is do live video and video and talk and produce content because a lot of people are scared to do it, but it changes your world. It makes you better at connecting with people. It gets your message out there clearer and you only become better with practice. A lot of people come to me and they say, Jamie, how are you, how are you so confident speaking on video? I'm like, you, you should know why I'm confident because I talk every single day on camera, every day more or less every day. If it's not on a camera on Facebook, it's on Instagram, it's creating videos. And I've been doing this for the last, I would say eight years, nine years, maybe, nine years, almost a decade of talking on camera. So you get better with experience and you should see some of my videos years ago. Horrendous, horrendous. But expect not to be perfect. You know, you're not going to pick up a golf club and suddenly smash it 300 yards. Well, you might do, but you see one coming up now. Every professional was once an amateur, and it's important to look at that. Don't compare your chapter one to somebody else's chapter ten, and understand that you need to go through the chapters to get there. But if you're not willing to get there, and you think that suddenly you're going to be able to do something or a course or that that's going to instantly give you the 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 nine chapters for free, you're sadly mistaken. Okay. We've got yeah, look at this. Look. We've got a spammer. I can't wait. I can't wait to block. We got Princess Oleya. Yeah, we've got a spammer and, and Jason said got got them. Jesus Christ. They're everywhere, ladies and gents. Um, how do you build on your mindset muscle? I like that one Julian. How do you build on your mindset muscle? Well, how you build your muscles is stress, tension, rest and recovery. So in order to build your brain, you need to place adequate amounts of stress and tension. That comes through pushing yourself out of that comfort zone, from reading books on people that know um, or have experienced the things that you want to experience, and by repetition. Okay, Repetition after repetition. You need to do it daily just as much as you need to get a a good, healthy training regime. So if you want to be more understanding of people, then challenge yourself to learn to become more uh, understanding. If you want to become better at anything, you need to put the work in and you need to be disciplined with it. You need to say, right, realistically, if I want to get stronger, I need to go to the gym three to four times a week and do a progressive overload program. If I want to develop a stronger mindset, what kind of strength do you want in the mindset? You know, the ability to deal with overwhelm and anxiety. You need to then understand that you've got to put yourself in positions of overwhelm and anxiety. So how, because how can you overcome overwhelm and anxiety unless you're in that state and able to solve it? You know, you need to have that problem often in order to find the solution. And that comes down to putting more pressure on yourself, um, creating those environments that would normally cause overwhelm and anxiety, and then working at different ways to improve it. And it's, that essentially is doing the reps. And as you solve the puzzles to your problems, you become better. So that's something that I've done over the years. You know, it's like, right, how do you deal with stress better? Right, understand what, what I'm stressed about. How can I improve that? How can I add more stress to my life and deal with that? And uh, I think that's the most important thing. How do you overcome your fear of public speaking? You jump on stage every single day. You can't do that at the moment. So how do you overcome your fear of being judged? Go live on your personal profile every single day. And um, have a look at all the things that are going on in your head. No one's watching everyone's laughing at me, I've only got one person tuned in, um, no one understands why I'm doing this. Uh, all of these narratives that come into your head, which, is, which limits you before. You allow them to come in, you accept them, but you carry on doing what it is that you're doing. Because if you allow them to come in on day one, how do you expect to get better? And I think that's um, really important. How do you work on brainstorming your business ideas that you put out there for Train With Jay? Um, I put them out there, as simple as that. You know, uh, any, any business strategy needs to be implemented first to see if it works. Um, and a lot of business, what, what I say to people is, a lot of it is spe- throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. You know, it's putting offers out there, it's putting deals, it's looking at different strategies and, and then looking back at the things that worked and the things that didn't. And it's being willing to try new things. And I think that is so important when it comes to any kind of strategy because different things work for different people and different people like different things. So there is many different ways to skin a cat. And it's all about finding what ways that you enjoy to skin that cat. I don't know how we've got to skinning cats and different techniques, but there you go. Anyway, ladies and gents, that is it from me. Hope you enjoyed today's Lockdown Live. And I am gonna be tuned in tomorrow, being Saturday, at, I think, even 9 or 9.30, but I'll be putting it up uh, this evening. And then next week, I'm gonna be getting some more guests on for you. So I really hope you've enjoyed this week of guests, we've had the awesome Mr. Dan Meredith, we've had Rob Moore, and we've had Mr. Paul Moore on yesterday, and I am aiming to get another great lineup for you next week. But that is it from me, ladies and gents. Have a fantastic Friday. Uh, remember what I said, if you have just tuned into this as well, and you are a fitness professional, we have opened our doors to Trainer Pro, and you can get 30 days free on me. And all you need to do is click on the link which I'll put in the comment section. Thanks, gents, have a fantastic Friday. Have a fantastic weekend. If I don't speak to you, and I'll speak to you soon. Adios. Amigos.